This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So, you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. curiosity question for you is do you believe you're put on this planet to do something and you feel like you're not doing it let me ask you this again do you believe you were put on this planet to do something and do you feel like you're not yet doing it well if this is you I want to let you know first off that you're not alone Secondly, I want you to know that this is right around the corner for you because my guest today is a master in helping you create your dream and turn it into reality. Her name is Katherine Martin, and Katherine's dream is to see 10 million creative world changers doing what they were born to do and changing the world each in their own unique way. So... Without further ado, please give a huge warm welcome to the one and only Catherine Martin. How are you doing, Catherine? I'm doing great. Oh my goodness, that was so great. <laughs> it is totally my dream. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, thank you for coming on. We connected through uh, Kyrie Oliver, and I really I'm happy that he connected us. And I'm, I'm super stoked and excited that uh, you are on the show today. And I just want to start off with. The mission of the show is really to scratch your own itch by um, by really solving a problem that you see in yourself, and by by solving this problem that you see for yourself, you solve it for other people too because you know how to solve it for yourself. So therefore, you are qualified to help other people with this problem that they may have and turn a business out of it. So when I say that to you, um, how are you doing that, and how are you doing that in your own life? Wow. So. I think for me, I realized that the thing that I was doing everywhere I went, like I would be on an airplane or I would be chatting to somebody at a party or whatever, was I would be asking them, what are your dreams? Because I'm really not very good at small talk. And so I would just end up chatting with them. And within like a few minutes, I'd get to hear what their real dreams were. And then my favorite thing was to be like, okay, well, what's stopping that? And let's help you find a way so you can actually go do that. And and so I realized, oh my goodness, this is like what I could do in my sleep. Like I could literally have 
woken up and be like completely exhausted and you put someone in front of me and I'm like, I can't help but help someone figure out what they want to do. And so I decided, well, that's what I need to do with my life. Like, that's what I should be doing however I can do it. Hey, so let's uh, let's kind of hear more about your background and your story. I know that you're a speaker, and how did you get into speaking? Well, you know, it's funny because when I was in high school, we had to take speech class, and there was a teacher that nobody wanted. It was called Mr. Cassie. And I went to that class, and I decided that I was always going to go first because I wanted to get it out of the way. And then what I discovered was that when I got up there and did these speeches, that A, I was good at it, and B, that I really, really enjoyed it. And so I ended up being a teacher's assistant for him. And then when I went off to college, I ended up speaking to groups in college. And then after college, I ended up I, I kind of did speaking in lots of different ways. Like some of it was through training. So I taught creative writing workshops for a season. I've taught drama stuff for a season. I have spoken to different community groups and just in different places all over the world. I, I did a lot of community development work um, overseas. And so it's just been like, it's the thing that if I, it's like, it's like the one thing that I so want to do in the world. Like I so most love getting up in front of people and speaking, which is funny because I'm actually really, really introverted and I need a lot of alone time and I'm, I can get quite shy in parties, but you put me on stage and it's like, I become a different person. In fact, my husband actually proposed to me after he saw me on stage spontaneously. And so and we've been married now 18 years. So it's just this thing that I, it, it's like the thing that I couldn't not do. Like if you told me I can never speak again and whatever form, whether it's on stage or through one-on-one -on -one calls or through training or whatever, I'd just be like, absolutely get it. I'd be like, okay, my life's, I don't know what I'm gonna do my life now. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you know, it's interesting that you say that you're an introvert um, and that when you're at parties, and I think it's, it's the human brain, I've really kind of tackled this. The human brain wants to, to do something and when it's at a party and it's not mingling and it's it's just kind of like going and doing this like sort of like quick hop step and 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 skip and it's not really getting deep or or, or it's not really like challenging themselves that's why i keep i see this i hear this pattern with a lot of speakers like yourself that go like hey i'm an introvert but i love speaking it's because like you're actually i think taking on a challenge that is mm. is, is is bringing uh not just your humanity, but what we're built to do as an, you know, a species is to, to actually go out in front of a group of people and feel like we're a value instead of just, uh, you know, a, a person and going, hey, uh, what's your name? Oh, cool. I'm from Springfield, Illinois. Oh, cool. <laughs> On to the next person. Right. So. I hate small talk. Yeah. I'm like I just I'm like let's get to, what do you really want to do with your life? What's really on your heart? <laughs> so let me ask you then, why why do you think though um, that there are a lot of people right now that do like to talk in the future instead of the present? Uh, like let like how do you actually be present? Because I I hear now right now that you're like all right, what do you really want to do? How do you kind of channel that into something that they can do right away soon versus, you know, a week or two from now. Gotcha. And, you know, I think that's actually one of the biggest things that stops people from doing what they really want to do. I mean, there's lots of reasons I've found as I've talked to people, 
But one of the biggest ones is, oh, I'm going to do that when this exam is over or when this big event is over or when I am, I finished this thing, whatever this thing is, or when I think I'm more qualified or when I have more money or when I have whatever. And I think it is like the biggest, oh, what's the word? It's like the biggest, uh, <sighs> hindrance, but it's more than that. It's like, it, it allows you to not have to step out because you, you go, well, it's going to be okay if I don't do it because down the road I'm, I'm going to do it. And so I think it's, it's really, that's a great question. How do you get more present? That's really your question, isn't it? How do you actually live more now? And I think it's, Hey, Logan Tyler Nelson here. I would so appreciate it. If you took some time to hit the subscribe button, I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. I think it's really stopping to look at first, really knowing what you really want to do. And because I, I get so many people come talk to me and they say, I have no idea what I want to do with my life. Like they genuinely are like, I'm clueless. I don't know. And so I'll say to them, okay, on a scale of one to 10, where are you at in this process? And they'll say, oh, I'm like a two or a three or four maybe. And then we'll get done. And I mean, I'm literally no joke. I can help you figure out your calling in less than 10 minutes. I'll be like, okay, where are you at now? And they're like a 10. And it, I think it's because they haven't, A, they haven't sat down and really just come to a place of, of listening to their heart and what they want to do. And so when I come along and actually ask really good questions, then they're able to figure it out. But the other thing is, I think a lot of times they, they actually, I mean, we really already know, I really believe it's in our DNA, but there's been people or circumstances or society or stuff they heard in the news or read on Facebook or whatever that they've gone, well, I can't really be a musician because nobody makes money at that. Or I can't really do this because it's, it'll take years or I can't really whatever. And so they keep pushing it down because they don't, they, it seems impossible. It seems silly. They're afraid they're going to get laughed at. There's all these fears that come up. And so when when someone comes along and can say, okay, what's your real dreams? And actually, it's really not that hard. Not that it's not hard, because it it is definitely a challenge to go after your dreams, but it is doable as as long as you put forth the effort. And so, yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, I love it. Uh, I've got to switch gears and, and ask you then, because I think a lot of us do think that once they finally find their dream and we're... And we're doing that thing that we told somebody that we want to do. If anything goes haywire and it doesn't feel good, it's uncomfortable, then maybe that's not the thing that they're meant to do. Um, I can't take anybody else right now and interview them. So I'd like to ask you, Catherine, have you ever had this, this thing where you're doing your calling right now and there are uncomfortable moments and there are times of suffering, there are times of just kind of hating it um, and, and questioning it. Uh, and if there is, could you please talk about that time or that experience? That's awesome. I'm smiling and laughing so hard right now because I'm like, uh, every day. Okay, not literally every day, but <laughs> there is that, like, there are so many times where I just think, I can't do this anymore. But that's where, for me, the... I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of an actual example for you where I've, 
where I've wanted to do, where I've just been like, okay, I've had enough. Um, and then how I've actually gotten through it. So that's a great question. I'm kind of, I think because of, I've I've been through a lot of my life as far as just challenges and trauma and things. And so I think I have a general like resilience about me, but I think what I, I, I'll go back to something from a while ago. I used to do these events in theaters and I, they were like these multi-arts events and there was loads involved as far as people and coordination. And we had like interactive things during the intermission. And it was just, it was a huge undertaking and I wasn't making a lot of money at them. And I would literally be about to go into the show like the next day and someone would cancel on me. And I, and I would literally end up in my, uh, in my house on the ground in tears saying, I can't do this anymore. And I, we often had people staying with us at the time. And so this one wonderful woman who lived with us said, you know, you always end up on the ground saying you can't do this anymore, but then you would end up just getting back up like 10 minutes later. And I think it was because when I look at the option of it, when I look at the possibility of not doing my dreams of going, okay, fine, I'm going to just sit in front of the TV and watch reality TV the rest of my life and go get a whatever random nine to five job. And I mean, nothing against nine to five jobs. I'm just not personally wired for one very well. And I'm just going to live my life and make money and whatever. When I look at that possibility, it's actually for me scarier. And that sense of regret at the end of my life is scarier than doing the thing that seems really overwhelming to me at the moment. And one one trick that I've used that I have put into play a lot is I would say to myself, what if I'm actually set up for success? Like, what if I'm actually wired to do this? And there's a great book by Seth Godin called The Dip. And it's a little tiny book. I don't know if you've ever, have you ever read it, Logan? Have you ever heard of it? Yes, 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 yes. The Dip is an amazing book. (laughs) And I love it because it's that thing about pressing through because any, anybody who's done anything amazing, if it was really easy, everybody would be doing it. And so, you know, you want to be an Olympic athlete. Well, sure. Hardly anybody achieves that, but when you do, it's amazing. And yes, I want to see 10 million creative role changers. And I've had so many setbacks and I've lost a lot of money and I've been really scared and all that. But if I really want to do that, then it's going to be hard. And that's in some ways what makes it more amazing because it's like, I mean, Seth Godin says it so much better, but it's that like going through the dip and going through the difficulty that then makes it worth it. And so I think that's what kind of gets me up again. Like, okay, this has been really hard. I tried this venture. I published this book and it didn't sell, which has actually happened. I have done this, these events and I've lost a lot of money, which has actually happened. I've put myself out there for courses that I've offered and like hardly anybody signed up, which has really happened. But it's like, okay, well then you put another course out there. And it's like uh, one, of, one of my mentors would say is that as long as you never give up, then you can't fail. You're just basically, it's just another step on the journey and it's stopping to look at, okay, what did I do what, what can I take from this experience that went well that I could use again and what didn't work that I can go, okay, well, I guess I won't do that again. And then just keep moving. I love this. I love this that you say that. Um, because I, I really, I think it's putting it into a real reality for you to go, okay, yeah, I understand this right now. Like this is happening to me. And if I stayed in this moment, then I would be here forever. Mm-hmm. And if I just stayed in the suffering. So I think one thing that speaks to me right now, though, for us is I think a lot of us like to to also plan. Like we're really mm-hmm. good. We get kind of addicted to planning, 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 planning. Um, is there ever been a, a moment where you've worked with a client 
and they just keep planning and they keep they keep going with the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and the next thing and they're not really doing anything but they're really good at making plans <laughs> yes and i've done that too like there's no shame in that i mean it's so common because we want to we want to set ourselves up so we don't fail so we want to like actually make these plans so that we can make sure we deal with any eventuality but I used to have this joke when I when I lived overseas for a season. I was doing this community development work. It was like, how do you how you know how, making plans? It's like, how do you get yourself? How do you make God laugh? Basically, because it's like I'm going to make this plan, and I tell you guys, this is what I'm doing next, and then it's not at all what happens. And I actually just had a client recently who they had spent. They were great at this. It was one of their strengths, which was research, and and they'd done all these different tests about calling and figuring out their strengths and their gifts. And we have this call, and I. And I help them see what it is they really want to do and what their strengths are. And they're back on email with me again saying, okay, well, I I read this in this book and it says I need to know my values. So can you tell me what my values and my giftings are? And I finally just said to them, look, you have a great strength for research and for digging in. And I think that's awesome. And but now is the time to take action. And also knowing that when you take action, you can always go back and research more or in, in case of your question, you can always go back and make more plans, but it's like you have to keep, you have to step forward because you don't know if the plans are going to work until you step forward. And now saying all this, I'm not a fan of, Hey, let's just jump out of the boat and hope there's no sharks. Like I really believe that we can, what is there's an African proverb that says only a fool tests the depths of the water with both feet. And so I really do believe that we need some plans. Like we, it's really helpful to, put one foot in and like, you know, test something while we, you know, you don't have to like leave your job and and then go try this thing and just give it all up. Although saying that I have actually moved across the Atlantic ocean twice and sold everything I own. And I've done those crazy things at the same time, a lot of time, 90% of the time with most people I work with as well. And not just them, but also for me, it's not a case of, I literally just like jump out and try this thing. There is a plan. I have some general idea, but there just has to come a point where you go, okay, I'm just going to, I've done as much planning as I can do. I've, I've caught, I've sought counsel, which I think counsel is amazing, but sometimes seeking too much counsel, you can end up, I know for me, if I get too much advice, it's going to conflict and then I get all confused. And so you can seek counsel and make plans and do research and all that. But until you actually step out, you're not going to know whether or not it's going to work. And so I tend to just go, okay, I have this idea. I'm going to do this course. And even like even with something as simple as when I taught creative writing workshops, I would create a plan for the for the day and a plan for the 12 weeks or however long the course was. And I would get in there and then people would have questions that were different than I expected. And we'd go on tangents and I'd have in the back of my mind what the plan was. And I'd be thinking, OK, well, I'm going to keep that piece of the plan and we're going to move this piece to next week and whatever. And then some of the plan I said to go, oh, well, I guess we're not going to do that this time. This is more important because this is what's right in front of me. And it goes back to your original question, I think, from a while back about living in the present. But it is that jumping out, living in the present, seeing where you're currently at, looking at what you have available to you and then just going from there. Hey friends, so let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts, or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book, or a business, or maybe you do speaking, 
Or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can. And maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you. And in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share, a message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. Yeah, um, first thing that comes to my mind is uh, if you want to be, do, and, and we can often fall into that trap of uh, analysis by paralysis. So if anyone's listening to this right now and they may be in that analysis by paralysis, it's um, I know that I set a timer for two minutes to just see if if I can start doing that thing that I really want to do that's on my mind, and if the two minutes goes off, then... Uh, I don't feel like doing it anymore and it's not going well, then I just, I do stop and I go to back to analyzing. Is there any other tricks that you may use or anything that you do for yourself when you're starting a bigger project um, and you're, you're, you, you find yourself analyzing over and over and over and over and over um, and you know that you need to get started? How do you get started? Great question. One thing I was actually thinking about just before you asked that question was how I was, I was reading in some book, I wish I knew which book it was, but it was talking about motivation and how when we say we want to lose 50 pounds, I'm actually in that journey right now. I've, I've lost nearly 20 so far. And, but that requires tracking your food and calories and exercising. And I'm currently going to the gym six days a week. And, and there's that thing where you're like, I don't want to go out the door. Like, it just feels like too much. Like, oh my gosh, it's just overwhelming or whatever. And I remember when I first walked into the gym, I was like, I don't understand how to use this equipment and I don't know what I'm doing and all that stuff. And what they said was this, all this research that has been done, whatever, by scientists. I'm not really a research scientist person, but I, I've seen this work in, in practice too, where when you, the, the hardest part is the starting. And so if you just say to yourself, I'm just going to put on my gym shoes, or I'm, I'm just going to sit down and write one sentence of my book, or I'm just going to go research to see what needs to happen to get a business license to start that business. Or I'm, I'm just going to look into what it takes to get a passport so I can go to Africa and help people get clean water or whatever. That once we get started, we kind of like trick our brains into doing more. And so, I mean, I, when I, when I used to write books, well, I still write books, but in the past when I've written books, I, I, I tell myself, I'm just going to write for 10 minutes or I'm just going to write for a sentence or whatever. And the next thing I know, I look up an hour later. Now, sometimes it is only 10 minutes that I write and then I'm fine because I'm like, I did my 10 minutes. 
And then if I do any more, it's just a bonus. And so I remember when I used to run track in high school, I, I ran the mile and two mile and they would have us run like three or five miles for practice. And it seemed so long. And so I'd say, I'm just going to run to that stop sign. Then I'm going to stop. But I always kept going because it was like, once I got the stop sign, I'd say, okay, I'm just gonna run to the next stop sign and keep going like that. And so when you're doing like a big project, that's actually where in the past I, I have some of my worst failures or one of my biggest failures had to do with working with a big project. It was when I was in uh, college and I was really good at writing papers at the last minute. And I've since discovered that that's actually one of my strengths and I need to, um, what's the word? I need to capitalize on that, that that's, there's nothing wrong with me at that time wired. But what I didn't do was I didn't give myself many deadlines. I didn't break it down. I didn't say, okay, there's this big thing down here. And so if I'm going to get to mile 20, I need to, or if I'm going to get this paper written, I need to have read this book by this time. I need to have done this piece of the research by this time. I need to have done whatever by this time. And so I think that the whole drive that people have to plan, like we talked about earlier, isn't a bad thing, but because that's where I failed. Uh, but the uh, it's when you over plan. And so it's that combination. It's like a paradox of you do need to kind of think ahead some, but at the same time, then you need to go, okay, well, today is today and I'm going to get one thing done today. And one other thing that helps me is I will, and when I get up in the morning, I'm not really great at like from nine to 10, I'm doing this and from 10 to 11, I'm doing this. I'm much more, and some people need that, and that's great, but I'm more of a person where I will think, okay, what's my number one priority today? My number one priority is I am going to contact a bunch of people about this, or I'm going to get a video done for Facebook Live today, or I'm going to, whatever the prior, maybe I'm going to outline, start to outline my first chapter of my book. And then, so when I have some spare moments, I grab onto those moments and actually get something done, but I also don't get overwhelmed, and it also helps me like actually take action and move forward. I love it. It's like uh, they call it greasing the groove, where you yes. you only need that little little bit of uh, it's a small sprint, small investment, all that you know, tiny leaps, big changes, sort of uh, idealist is sort of experience with yourself and whatever task that's in front of you. But we're running kind of out of time. We got like maybe five to six more minutes and I'd like to enter the scratching the surface curiosity questions where just questions that I come up throughout the week and I just really want to ask a certain person and you are actually that person right now (laughs) um so uh whenever you're ready we're gonna get into that okay awesome awesome so the first question that I like to ask is sort of a givings giving question um where it might be a thought that you're ashamed about having or you might be embarrassed about having something that keeps on happening. What is that thought that you keep on having? Wow. Um, You know, I think I actually, I'm pretty open with stuff, so I think I actually alluded to it earlier, that I I don't like admitting that I want to give up. That I mean, who wants to tell their X number of followers on social media and you know, people you're trying to help with coaching that actually today I thought, forget it. I just, I've had enough. But yeah, I think that would probably be it. Let's get a new one. I'm sorry? Let's get a new one because you've already given it. Let's give us something new. Oh, another one. Yeah. I don't know. Um... Thought that I have. It's just, what's funny for me is like I literally got onto my Instagram and told them that I was scared to do this podcast, and so I'm I so freely tell people what my thoughts are that I 
have that I don't know what it is that I have that I haven't told anybody or that I'd be ashamed to say because I basically say it. Um, honestly, nothing comes to mind. I'm really sorry. Don't be. No apologies. I, I, it sounds like you're just a very open person. And uh, that's a great quality to have because when you're not hiding, life becomes a little less exhausting. Uh, meaning mm. that it's more energizing, you know. Like I think there's so many people are like, like I listened to Jim Carrey the other day, and he said that um, depression is not. It's 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 actually another word for deep rest. It means that you need to go in deep rest when you're depressed, and that's just because you've been hiding and sort of exhausting yourself by pretending to be someone else. And when you're constantly speaking about those those negative thoughts that are going through your head, you're letting them out. It's like you're no longer stifling them. So it leads me on to my next sort of uh, curiosity question, which is uh, what is a belief that you had five years ago that uh, you now may have and you kind of laugh at it going, wow, I can't believe I thought in that way. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that. I've gone through so much transformation the last three years, particularly, but even going back to five, I... I think I thought, and and I'm not going to say I've totally overcome this, but I've thought that I didn't have anything of value to offer the world. I thought that nobody would want to hear what I have to say. I thought that I was just, um, well, going back even years before that, I thought I was like a burden and the world would be better if I wasn't here. And, and now, I mean, it's, it's not that I don't, it's not that I think, oh my God, I have so much to offer. Like, I mean, I still struggle sometimes with that feeling of, well, what if wants to hear what I have to say. What if I get in this podcast and I, I start talking and it's like, people are like, Oh my God, she's so boring or whatever. And, uh, but as a general rule, I've definitely not at that place that I was five years ago with it. Oh, so cool. So cool. Um, I'd love to, I'd love for you to give out one homework assignment for anyone that's listening right now, like an exercise that they can do this week, uh, to put themselves on a map of of either discovering something about something that they want to try that they haven't done yet, or maybe it's uh, something that they're doing right now that they think is failing. What kind of exercise would you give them? I think I would say, ask yourself the question, what did I do that was right? So I think even in our worst failures or things that go wrong, I think we can always find something that we did right. Like, oh, I actually finished that or I... Uh, I kept a good humor when I did it or whatever it is. I think that one of the things that stops us most from going forward, well, I mean, there's a lot of things, but one of them can be that we think that, well, I I failed at this, this, and this, like I've put out five, I think I've published like five or seven books and none of them have done amazing. And I could look at that and say, I'm never going to write a book again, but there's so many things that I did right about those, that situation. And so I think we spent a lot of time looking at what's wrong with us? What do we do wrong? How do we fail? Oh, I should have done, I should have done that differently. But I think if we can flip it, and this is what I love to do most of people is flip it and say, okay, what did, what did I do right about that today? What did I do right about that experience? Like find your most shameful experience or your most challenging time where you feel like you failed the most, or just even today, like if you do something that you're like, oh crud to actually stop and go, okay, yeah, but what did I do right Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. I love it. I love it because it's so easy to shame ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so easy. I'd love to ask you, is there an app or maybe a piece of, uh, 
a podcast or something that you're listening to or something that you're kind of like just addicted to currently that you'd love to recommend to someone? I am absolutely loving, I don't know if you've heard of Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah. Have you heard of him? <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's out there. He is. But you know what? I'll be honest. When I first listened to him, I wasn't sure about him. And then what, what I'm loving at the moment is I'm loving that he is really encouraging uh, empathy and that what, what's really been challenging me is to really look at some of my mindset stuff and things that I thought, th- th- not that I think I thought that's not right, um, to really just really think about things. And so, I, yeah, I think that's probably one of the things I've been listening to most lately has been him. I'm trying to think of anything else that I would recommend. I mean, I'm a big reader, but I kind of bounce around books. Like I'll read a book, I'll read a couple chapters and I move on to another book and and uh, I, I don't finish very many books. Although one that I did finish that I that like took me on my course in the last three years is a book called from Simon Sinek called Start With Why. And uh, that book like just changed my life. But um, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question or not. It does, yeah. Just uh, one thing that you're kind of addicted to right now and it sounds like Gary Vaynerchuk and, and yeah, Start With Why is often... <laughs> talked about on the show very often and can i actually add another one you know what i guess you can (laughs) (laughs) you know what's funny i'm it's really weird i wouldn't have thought this but there's a guy called jordan syatt he has a uh it's his tag is uh, at syatt fitness and he's actually i've been working with him in his inner circle and things and he deals with fitness stuff but the thing is what he does so well with it is he really cuts through to the core of what the real issues are and like all the stuff out there that's so confusing is like he makes it really simple. And something about that, like living in that world has helped me in other areas of my life too. That's why I'm recommending it because I'm sure, I mean, whether or not you're interested in fitness, I don't know, or whether or not your listeners are, I don't know. But there's something about listening to him, especially on Instagram, that he and he has YouTube videos and stuff. It's like it kind of helps me take some of those principles and apply it to my business or to my life or my relationships, whatever. And that's, that's honestly been one of my other big things. Like I always go to on Instagram. I love it. I love it. Uh, Catherine, I'm, I'm disappointed in you. You haven't done your research on me because if you looked at my Instagram, I'm, I'm half nude in most of my pictures. Um, but I will, uh, <laughs> stop talking about that. Um, I, would love to just ask you one more question and then we'll round it out and say goodbye. Okay. And that is, uh, how can anyone that's listening right now to this, uh, support you and how can they reach you? Oh, wow. Um, well, you can find me at creative world changers, creative world changers.com. I'm also at creative world changers on Facebook and on Instagram. And yeah, I mean, really the way you could help me is just come say hi. And I just really want to connect with you and see if there's a way I can help you. And I mean, I really just feel like life is worth living when you're help getting to do something to help other people. And so if you have a question or whatever, drop it on my social media or send me a message through my website or whatever. And I'd love to see if there's anything I can do just to help your day go a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. I'll include that in the show notes. If there's anything that I said or Catherine said that spoke to you, and you want to quote about it and put it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and just tag our names in it. Like, we want to make more friends and we want more community because environment is everything. Like, as much as we're creatures of habit, we are even more so creatures of our environment. And you can actually change your environment just by having conversations with people that are completely on the other side of this planet. 
and connect with them. So um, thank you so much for coming on the show and, and uh, taking the time to listen and scratching your own itch with Catherine and I today. And um, I think uh, if, if Catherine doesn't have anything else to say, we will wrap it there. No, it's, this is great, Logan. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute honor to be here and to chat with you. Yeah, likewise. Thank you. All right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh, made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share on either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I would love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.